Welcome to IC Dad People. Uh, we're we're on our uh, live podcast again today. Let's kick off. Hello, 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 Eugene. Well, how are we doing? I am doing well. It's a uh, weekend again. Happy Saturday morning. Or Saturday evening, wherever you may be in the world. I um yeah. It's um we're almost at the holidays, bye. Yeah, I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Now it's been uh, it's been a long time coming. That was meant to be a cheer, by the way, wait. Uh. I never noticed before the cheer. <laughs> I was just, I was just about yeah. to say the same thing. There's a lot of lads in the background shouting something. God knows it's probably totally inappropriate. The lads making this were just like, let's throw something funny there in at the end. <laughs> yeah, there's always one straggler at the end, isn't there? That just takes it a bit too far. Like, <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's, there's always one. Do you remember there was a what TV was it? Tato. It was Tato. Was yeah, wasn't one. it? They would all. There was always one that was a whole Tato ad. For people who don't know what Tato yeah. is, I don't know if we talked about it in a previous podcast, but Tato is the most famous crisp or chip in Ireland. Unbelievable. Yeah, you just have to try it. There was a there was a store that we went to actually in LA, a small Irish confectionery store called Kitty O'Shea's. And they had Tato and all other Irish confectionery stuff. And we bought them almost all about Tato. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, um, I'm just going to uh, send this out now onto the old, uh, the old Facebook. You know when you're over the over a certain age where you start saying, I'll just throw this on the old Facebook? <laughs> yeah. I'm not there yet, Stevie, but I'll be there soon enough. Uh, All right, out she goes. How was your week, Stevie? Um, it wasn't bad now. Uh, busy, busy. We uh, getting ready for the um, getting ready for the old uh, the old uh, holidays. So it's always a bit crazy coming up to there. Yep. A lot of planning, 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 getting things ready before the holidays. But yeah, we have we're off final day on Wednesday now, and then off till. I decided to take another couple of days off and off then for the, the new year. Nice. Um, um, yeah, re- really, really looking forward to the downtime. It, I remember working back in Ireland and, um, you know, I think when you're approaching any kind of holidays or PTO, it's a bit different. I think the, the, the level of work and the intensity of work, maybe it's just because a new job where you're looking forward to your weekend so much more. I'm looking forward to your downtime. So I'm eagerly anticipating a bit of time to get a bit of downtime and spend some proper time with family and obviously prepare for this house move that we have coming up. <laughs> so we'll be yeah. busy, but we'll be taking, this, um, be taking some nice downtime with each other. 
You know, the nice thing about moving house is once you're done there, it's a new scene, it's a new place, there's new things to see, new things to explore. Even in COVID, I mean, there's still new new, new scenery and stuff. So that's always nice when you're kind of settled in a bit. I, 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 that's an, always a nice feeling, I think. And um, yeah, we were just talking the other day. It's interesting what you just said there about the downtime. You know, the change in technology, you know, it's changed. You know, when if you worked, you know, as in, in my village, you know, a lot of, Back home, a lot of people work in a factory, including my dad. You know, it's like you worked whatever hours, but then you went home and it's done. And if you're off for a week, it's not like you come back and have to, you know, catch up on that week. But I think a lot of the jobs now, it's like you leave, but it does not necessarily mean that um, the job's been done. It just <laughs> sometimes means a lot of things building up, which is, which is an interesting shift these days, I find. Mm, yeah, there's there's the mental fatigue that comes with it because it's always there. And maybe now, I don't know, because I haven't been working outside of the house um, since I came to the States. But I think with home now being your office as well, it's it's hard to it's hard to break away. Like I, I find it challenging to kind of break away from work because, you know, it's the same place that you're in every day. So obviously if, if you're spending, you know, 100% of the time as it is now within your, your standard office, you're going to be thinking about work. So uh, and that kind of mentally drains you because there's always something to do in work. No, it's always yeah. in the back of your mind. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a change. I'll tell you what, uh, I didn't say this, but uh, I was looking, you ever get that, uh, the Irish feeling, I'll call it, and you want to look at something Irish, well, uh, from from the history. So, I, do you know what I started watching the other day? I, I'm sure you must be familiar with it. Uh, Bachelor's Walk. Bachelor's Walk. Do you remember Bachelor's Walk? I don't remember Bachelor's Walks. So, you've now come in here calling it the Facebook, and now you're telling me about Bachelor's Walk. <laughs> What's going yeah. on, TV? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how you missed this. Are, are you? Are, you seriously don't know this series? From from I RT. I don't what it is. No. Nope, yeah, it was, uh, it was three seasons back in Ireland. Uh, it was about these three lads living in Dublin in a house on Bachelor's Walk. You've never seen this? No. What, what year? I've never heard it. Or, or, 2001. <laughs> 2001. Really? Oh. Yeah. Huh. Simon Delaney is probably the most famous person is in it. You know? But um, yeah, it's, 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 it's actually really, really good. It's really good. It's like an Irish version of Friends with the three lads. I think they have very similar characters to the the three Irish lads in uh, in Friends. Uh, that's what it's like. But it's it's very well done and it's very entertaining. But it's from two thousand and one, so and it still stands pretty okay that test of time. But it's pre- it's pretty fun to watch. Was it on like terrestrial TV back then? RT two. Go away, yeah. Huh. Yeah, interesting. I I, I I I didn't watch a lot of it when I was that when I was younger, but I do remember everyone talking about Bachelor's Walk. It was yeah. a big thing. Huh. Um, I wonder yeah. what. Yeah, the, I was. I'm looking at the ratings here. It got eight point one out of ten stars. How many people voted? <laughs> eight. <laughs> Half the Irish population. <laughs> the viewers. <laughs> all right Eugene uh, should we kick off to a couple of random questions will we yeah go for it man all right so we're going into our random question round um let's do it 
All right, Eugene. If you had to work but didn't need the money, what would you choose to do? Um, oh, wow, that's, that's a good question. Um, I would either um, run my own gym or um, do something in construction, maybe uh, working with, with timber, carpentry or something like that. I'd enjoy oh. that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely more more accustomed to um, the, the the physical side of of earning, and just because it was in my family all my life, and I spent a bit of time on on building sites, and obviously one of my passions is training as well. So yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd absolutely enjoy going down that route. So building gyms would probably be your ideal job, then I'm assuming. Building a gym would be fantastic, and and have all the the power racks made out of uh, timber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's your new career, Eugene. Maybe this is a new job opportunity. You're building at home gyms for people. I'm sure that's a big yeah. thing now with COVID. Like you go in there and build a whole gym for someone. Yeah, maybe there was a a video on um on YouTube called uh, Buff Dudes, <laughs> and it, it showed you how to build your own power rack, and a power rack back in Ireland is quite expensive. Um, luckily here, the, the, the price range on it dropped a wee bit, maybe it's because there was, there was more of them available, but back in Ireland, it was too expensive, so we decided to build our own, so uh, maybe on our, on our Instagram, I, I can share a couple of images of the, the, the power rack that I built, but it was pretty cool, and that. Uh, stood uh, the the task of time anyway and weight so uh, yeah that was pretty cool that was an interesting little adventure putting that together um i have a question for you what kind of fantasy house would you live in like tree house or you know houseboat um i think i would like to live in a log cabin on a lake with yeah, a view and I think in a tree yeah in a tree a log house a log house cabin in like a, like off the ground with a with a great view all over yeah I know someone oh, would build that for you oh yeah uh, do you think uh, he might do a gym in there yeah he might do yeah depends on what's being uh, paid yeah <laughs> 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 nothing comes for free Stevie <laughs> Yeah, if you change, you could actually change your name to Jim and then call it the Jim Jim the Builder. That's right, or average Jim. Building, building gyms, <laughs> average gyms. Ex- or no, you should probably call it exceptional Jim. Yeah. yeah, I don't want uh, over low expectations. <laughs> yeah, we'll start low, Mark. I. <laughs> um, if you could disinvent one thing, what would it be? Disinvent one thing. Oh. Um, hmm. Jesus, that's a good question. I'd I'd like to say mobile phones. Um, I'm not going to go down the the whole rationale of of um, saying why they're they're so good, but I think generally um, we'd be so much more um, connected. In a different way without mobile phones. Okay. Right. 
I have one for you, and I actually laughed at this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is something that is really out of your comfort zone? Public speaking. That's an easy one for me. Um, yeah, it's the one thing I have in my mission to to really get good at in my life is public speaking. You'd never guess, honestly. You'd you'd never guess that you're not comfortable with public speaking. Yeah, and my wife Joanna is her favorite thing, which is the irony. Really? Yeah, she's oh. very limited people. But I was actually listening to another podcast the other day, and they were saying that like public people have more of a fear of public speaking than dying in in when they were surveyed than death. Mm. Wow. Yeah, they just get nervous. Yeah, I. I've been there um, with with a couple of things with uh, public speaking, but I'm I'm not too bad on it now. Um, sometimes perspective kind of kicks in, and you know the thing uh, that I kind of repeat to myself before going into anything tough was like, "Ah, sure, it could be worse," you know. <laughs> you know, you could have died or something. <laughs> yeah, grand, and then jump on in. You know, I I tried all that, you know, you know, and they say, you know, picture everyone in their underwear or naked, you know, standing up there. But I'll tell you what, man, I tried that. But when I was doing a speech at a retirement home, it got pretty awkward. <laughs> yeah, because they don't wear a thing, do they? <laughs> all right. Um, all right. <laughs> I have. What? Is it my one? Oh <laughs> no, it's my one. Um, oh yeah. What What was the meanest thing that you have ever done to one of your brothers or sisters? Oh Jesus! I I I think I'm pretty good. I'm sure they're probably listening and will listen to this and they'll have a list of things. But I'm pretty sarcastic and I'm always mm-hmm. pulling pranks. But I'm trying to think of something I did. I don't know if I have one into mind. I, that's a good question. You should ask me that again. I must ask my family what it is this Christmas, and maybe I'll come back to that one because I can't think of anything that was really mean. Is there Probably one I, where, where yourself and your dad took the piss out of one of your brothers? <laughs> uh, probably the meanest thing I'd ever did was probably my dad would say was hiding in the bushes. Yeah, <laughs> for when I was meant to be running a race from, but um, it's probably that's, that's the only thing that comes to mind now. But I probably something will come into my mind later. Um, I had. Uh, I can say what I mean. What's the meanest thing I did to one of my friends? Yeah, we could good. go down the list of that one. That's is is this the whole sleeping episode <laughs> in the taxi? <laughs> No, no, no. This is actually one from, um, actually, there's a guy called Milan. And uh, he, when I was living in Prague, so I lived in Prague, Czech Republic for a year. And uh, he's actually in Seattle now, funnily enough. He moved here with Microsoft. And um, we were at a, we were at work one day and um, he, it was one of those days. And he was, he, it was uh, near the end of the day and he had a little South Park episode and he was watching it for the last half an hour. And I was like, you can't be watching that. I was messing him, you know. You're at work, you can't be watching that. Anyway, so I said, I'd get him anyway. So he went to the bathroom and he came back. But while he was gone, what I did was I um, I uh, I was able to get into his computer. He had this little Mac Mini that was a server. And what I did was 
um, I, I, I uh, SSH'd or, or I accessed his computer and I got this sound clip of Timmy, if you know Timmy from South Park, going, <laughs> Timmy, Timmy. And what I did was the Mac Mini had little speakers, right? But it had no keyboard, mm-hmm. right? So there was no, e- now you have to imagine, there's no easy way to turn this off, right? And so what I did was the minute he came back to his desk and sat down, he put on the headphones and he started watching the South Park, right? South Park, the South Park. He started watching South Park and uh, I just whacked the volume up remotely on the Mac Mini on his desk. And I just turned on Timmy in this office of like 80 people. So it started shouting out, Timmy, Timmy. And he freaked out so much. He thought it was coming from the episode he was watching. And in his panic, he pulled out his headphones out of his computer. So South Park also started playing loud. So the South Park episode was playing loud. And at the same time, Timmy was coming out of the other oh, computer. No way. The poor oh, guy man. went red. And eventually, he, and eventually I turned off to Timmy. But his apps, he didn't know, he just, you know, he just didn't know what was going on. So he thought it was going <laughs> well, no one was allowed to use his Mac Mini for app testing anymore after that, as you can imagine. He completely shut off access for everybody. But um, yeah, that was oh, probably one of the meanest pretty... things I've done. <laughs> yeah. When you were talking about that or when I was asking the question, something jumped into my mind about um, one of the pranks I played on my brother, Damien. Oh, man. Uh <laughs> I think I was like like nineteen or something like that, and he was seventeen. And you remember when when Beat FM back in Ireland, a a radio station was just starting. Yeah, they they were handing out all these key rings, and on this key ring they had a code, which was your your Beat VIP code or something like that, right? So what they would do is when they give you these. Um, these key rings they would also take your phone number so they would link that number on the key ring to your phone number and randomly to to have listeners listening on the station they, they would call one of those phone numbers and they would say okay if you can give me the beat vip number within the next five minutes then you know you win a prize or whatever so my brother was uh, listening to the show <laughs> to the show <laughs> <laughs> And um, I knew his beat VIP number, but um, the the actual key ring was on my mother's car keys, and I had left the key ring, uh, took it off the keys and put it in my mother's car, locked the car, put the keys inside. So I rang the number anyway, I rang Damien's number, said, hi, this is Beat FM, and can you give us your beat VIP number for a luxury holiday to the Maldives or something like that, you know? And he was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So I was looking out the window <laughs> and I'm running around the house and, and the car was locked. And he was like pulling at the thing. And I was like, you only have five seconds left. Five, four, three, two. <laughs> yeah, I would have said one. I just knocked on the window and he turned around <laughs> And he's just waving at him with the phone up to my ear, <laughs> saying, you lose. I just, oh, man, it, it, it was really mean, but it was so funny, like, thinking back at it. Bob was just breakfast-sized laughing, talking about it now. But, yeah, that's the, uh, could be an average day in the life of a big Irish family, eh? <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.
I'm just, I, I, you did that really well, Eugene, because I was literally could totally, vi- never been to your house, but I could totally visualize you looking out the window at him and him turning <laughs> around, looking, like something from Inbetweeners or some episode, you know? Yeah, it just dawned on him then. It was like, oh, man. Yeah. But it's better, right? I mean, he must have had some relief because it'd been worse if it was real. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? There must have been a sense of relief to know that it wasn't a real holiday. Like, that would have been a worse feeling, right? I think once he got um, over the anger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have another one for you then. I'm trying to think which right. one of these ones. Uh, if you could be a member... Spice Girls. ...of any TV sitcom family, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which would it be? Any sitcom family oh my my mind immediately went to friends um but that's not that's not a family um they're kind of like a family i suppose yeah yeah let's say any member of any tv sitcom let's change it to that yeah friends uh uh, purely because my my wife savannah loves loves watching it and i've watched quite a bit with her and it is actually quite a funny show i I uh, think you'd make a terrible rachel Hmm? Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm growing I grow my hair a bit longer now since the pandemic, so um, I can definitely take some conditioning and shampooing tips off her. Uh, I I say I'd make a I'd make a decent I'd make a decent Joey maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what about a Phoebe? Yeah, a Phoebe. Yeah, no, I, I could see you being a Phoebe. I could see you singing a Phoebe song called. Sm- I could he- I could see you singing a song called Smelly Chicken. Actually, no. If anyone is going to be singing a song on that show, it's going to be you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are Phoebe, in it? <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay. Do you ever yell at the TV when you're watching sports or anything like that? No. I don't, don't. actually. No. Uh, I'm a pretty quiet TV watcher. Joanna's a little more... Uh, interactive with TV, which is very rare. I mean, yeah, it's very rare for me to talk to the TV. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be one. Um, it's hard to. Well, I think with the Seahawks, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take that back. With the Seahawks now, there is times where we've, I have jumped up and, and kind of went, yeah, but that's about it. No longer than that. <laughs> yeah. And then go back again. <laughs> Um, if you could speak only one word today, that's it. What would you say? Oh man, probably one that would get me in less trouble. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah it's not even a word it's like two letters together <laughs> yeah oh okay okay yeah i would say okay because <laughs> it's universal isn't it yeah, it's universal yeah. for both riley and savannah like if savannah goes hey darling would you mind doing this okay and and riley is like cars cars and he wants something put on tv i was like okay yeah no problem yeah, it'd be a good challenge, yes. wouldn't it, if you could just survive a whole day with saying one word. It'd be interesting in your job, though. 
Oh, could helping out some clients with some uh, some problems. So, <laughs> should, should I come? Should I push this uh, delete all button? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you could okay. change the tone of the word. So you could say okay, but then you could say okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like a little bit like, are you sure? Yeah. So they could change. So they could change their suing um, of. Uh, me in that circumstance of the guy who was very positive and saying okay to the guy who was very tentatively and saying okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could you could use that for a lot of things as well. It's like you could kind of... Uh, so, so you could see a scenario where um, you say Savannah asks you to take out the garbage and you go, okay. And then she say. You don't want to do it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And then run off. <laughs> God hear you. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so you want, and you want to sleep outside tonight, Eugene? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me see. Right. Um, I am searching for a question now. Let's see. There's some really good questions here. For anyone listening in, I'm on this site called rendezvousmag.com. <laughs> how, how adventurous are you when you travel? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty adventurous. I mean, I've traveled since I'm 21, I think. I mean, I mean, yeah. We were. I was actually talking to this about Joanna last night, actually. We were chatting about it, and... Uh, I was like, I've recently I haven't been as adventurous, but I think I've been pretty adventurous. I mean, I've, I mean, I, even in the locations I've lived, I suppose I've lived in Peru. I lived a couple of months in the middle of nowhere in a jungle. Um, yeah. And how about in in terms of adventures? Like, would you just go somewhere by yourself, like into the middle of nowhere, yeah. and just get completely? Well, I have I have a good. I have a great story about that, actually. Like, I'll, I'll tell you a great story. I don't know if I ever told you about this, the time I went camping in a beach tent in the middle of Patagonia. Did I ever tell you this? No. <laughs> so anyway, so when I went to Peru for the first time, uh, South America, um, we, we, went, we decided to go traveling around. Um, some business plans we were planning to do kind of fell through, and so we were like, well, let's travel around a bit. So I was at one stage, and, and we only had the time to either go to uh, Patagonia or I can't think of the name of it. It's the most southern place in South America. I can't think of the name of it now. Oh, Ushuaia? Uh, yeah, Ushuaia. Yeah. And uh, so I'd, everyone else wanted to go to Ushuaia, but I wanted to go to Patagonia. And so I was like, man, I'm going to go for the first time on this trip. I'm going to go completely by myself out into the middle of nowhere. And so I went anyway. And um, so I was like, yeah, I'll meet a load of new people and stuff like that. So these lads have been traveling and known for like, years and years when traveling i decided to go off by myself so i headed off anyway to patagonia so wait to hear this though so there's this thing called the w walk at the w i think and it's a like it's a three-day hike around patagonia it's one of the smaller hikes but it's out in the middle of nowhere like there's nothing there but you're thinking right you're thinking heading off you're thinking it's a little bit like connor's peru hop or bolivia hop there's gonna be a load of people so anyway the, the bus comes and drops me off it's not organized it's not an organized tour and i'm just going by myself but you're thinking there's a lot of backpackers so anyway wait for this so i'm th i'm not really thinking here and um you know funds were a little bit lower at that stage so uh, i i went to this um 
camping store and I got a really good discount on a tent. <laughs> but I didn't realize online before I went, it, was a, it wasn't a real tent. It was a beach tent. It was this like barely thing that you would sit in under the beach. So it was not a thing for camping. But I was about to head out to Patagonia. For people who don't know, like, like there's certain parts are covered in snow. I wasn't in those parts, but that just tell you how cold it is there. So anyway, I'm off in this uh, beach, beach tent. tent. <laughs> it was My pretty God, light though for back. It was pretty light for backpacking. So no, this story gets even better. Yeah, I'd this. imagine. So, <laughs> so, so um, but I was, and I will tell you, my mom always sends me over Blarney socks or, or some kind of woolen socks, and I'll tell you, I was lucky to have them. But anyway, so so I get off this bus, you know, and I get off, and I'm the first getting off the bus at this stop at the start of the hike, and I and I get off, and I stand, and I'm waiting for all of the rest of the tourists to get off the bus, and the bus just takes off. So I'm just out in this middle of nowhere on this gravel road at the start of this hike, and no one got off, and I'm just like I'm completely on my own for the next three days going through here. Um, so anyway, I. Uh, I, I, I start walking. So I'm walking, walking, walking and about 10 minutes and I look behind and there's this person coming towards me and I'm like, oh, Jesus, I think I'll just wait. Right. And I wait and it was this French lad, barely spoke English, uh, but I was delighted that it was someone. So I was like, are you hiking this as well? And he's like, yep. Yeah. Don't don't know anyone either. So I was like, oh, thanks be to God. So we stayed with this lad anyway. So we got to the start of this first camping ground. There was a camping ground there. So I went to the camping ground anyway, and um, and uh, they had one tiny bottle of this horrible whiskey, like a small like bottle of it. So we got that anyway between the two of us. And um, anyway, so we had a drink and I must have eaten beans out of a can or something. So it was pretty light going. Like, so we're sitting there. Anyway, so he pulls out this like unbelievable tent <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> in their tents. Right? And all of a sudden I'm sitting there. And for whatever reason, I just didn't care back then. He, I pull out my little, little beach tent. <laughs> That she could barely fit in. I mean, literally, it was like a sleep, it was like a glorified sleeping bag. And I got into the tent, and the guy looked at me. You should have seen the look he gave me. There was this French. It was like something out of a out of a really bad comedy movie. The look he gave, he had this big tent with his his sleep man. I'm getting into this tiny tent, but the difference was, it turned out that my tent actually ended up being warmer because there was less space around it. So his bigger tent took longer to, to warm up with his body heat or whatever. So anyway, we were chatting about this the next day. But anyway, this is the funny thing, right? So I put the tent down anyway. So I had me Blarney socks on. <laughs> but I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, right? So I get out of the tent, and it's in Patagonia. It's pitch back, can't see nothing, right? So I stand next to the tent, and I don't want to go too far because I don't want to stand on someone's tent or do whatever, right? And, and I just need to get on pee. So I'm standing there, right? And I'm peeing, right, up against this bush. And all of a sudden, I start feeling my sock getting wet. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> and it was oh, like man. something out of a joke. So it turns out, <laughs> it turns out, and I was warm. But I wasn't warm after that because all I'd brought with me for this trip was that pair of socks because I was only gone for three days. It, you had to go light as you could. So I had those pair of socks and then I had some lighter socks. But I ended up having to put the lighter socks on. But it turns out what happened when I woke up in the morning when the right that I was peeing up against a hill. It was literally a slope. So I was literally <laughs> peeing up, up and I was like floating. <laughs> oh, man. So... Yeah. So in Patagonia, you don't only have to be worried about eating yellow snow, but <laughs> putting on yellow socks. <laughs> anyway, so that that was that story. Anyway, but yeah, 
Yeah, that was that. That always stuck in my mind. Just that was a random trip, but it was great. I have some great pictures, actually. I have some great pictures from it. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah. All right, I have my last question for you, Eugene. Uh, what is something you do when no one is looking? When no one is looking. Oh, whoa, whoa. okay. Someone I do, I, I think, I think everyone picks their nose, don't they? Like, I'll be very honest, you know. No, you're not going to stand in front of people and, and, and root out a bugger, <laughs> you, know? Uh, you know. And it does happen, like, you know, your, your, your mucus obviously gets built up and stuff like that. And apologies if, there, if, if there's listeners that are being grossed out, but look, at, at the end of the day, you probably do it yourselves. <laughs> you know, everyone does it. So that would definitely be one. Yeah, that would be right up there. Um, one for you then. Are you a Mister Fix It? Probably, yeah. Uh, probably too much. Yeah. Sometimes I just need to be more of a, a listener than a fixer. But uh, you know, a, mm. yes, I'm definitely fix it. But I do have a, a good story that um, we did dishwasher for a lot of years, and I remember going home to Ireland, and we were about to get rid of it. It's been claimed to fame. I probably even mentioned it before. Proudest mo- one of the proudest moments was they were about to throw out the old dishwasher that we got, and I managed to get it up and working again. Took the whole thing apart, put it together yeah. again. No YouTube back then, nothing. Just managed to get the whole thing working again, and it worked for another four or five years. That's right. I remember someone asking my mother years ago, would she ever invest in the dishwasher? And she just said, why would I do that? I have five here, <laughs> five children. <laughs> but she, and, and the irony was she did invest in them. She did, yeah. The, the biggest investment she's ever made. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. It's just very little. Uh, we she just said there was less <laughs> returns on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's still waiting on the returns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'll yeah, come back with interest. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, at least they always show a little bit, little interest. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Anything but the right answer moment? Is it, or is it, oh, oh. it's probably time for a joke or two, is it? It is time for a joke or two, actually, isn't it? Now, I, um, for my listeners, um, I don't know where you found Apologies. Them. You used to have better jokes before you were a dad. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Ready for act, let's go. Okay, so apologies in advance to our wonderful listeners. <laughs> this is Eugene's jokes. So, a lumberjack. Once said to me, he's chopped 400,000 trees. I asked him, how do you remember that? He said, I keep a log. (laughs) 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 What do you call those those things you blow into and make a wish? Oh, yeah, breathalyzers. (laughs) (laughs) In the middle of the night, my wife caught me making a stir fry. Apparently, I was sleepwalking. <laughs> uh, I have one more joke, actually, on the on the tip of my tongue. I must have told someone the, the joke recently. So I went for a walk recently, and I passed by some lemon meringue pie, black forest gato, cheesecake, ice cream. And I thought to myself, this place seems strangely deserted. Oh man, <laughs> can't beat it. 
All right. I think, Eugene, it might be time for our last section of the podcast, which is anything but the right answer. This is where uh, myself and Eugene, oh, yeah, we ask each other different things, uh, and all you can do is give the wrong answer. Are we ready? (laughs) 10, 9, 8, 7. Six. This is very five, long, isn't it? Four. I never played this before. Two. One. We should get it in Irish. Three. Yeah, do. Up. In. <laughs> yeah. All right. A tree, a car. Who do you want to go? Want me to go first? Do you want to go first, Eugene? Um, you go first, my friend. All right. Nine out of do- ten dogs prefer. Uh, farting in silence. Twenty percent of Australians can be found climbing up what twice a year? <laughs> a massive can of Fosters. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of ten Christmas presents in twenty twenty are <laughs> ridiculously overpriced. <laughs> when a group of bald men were asked. What they would like for Christmas, 90% said they wanted more. Um, oh, hmm. That's a good one. More time left alone to focus on themselves. <laughs> I can come up with anything. <laughs> I was I, I was actually thinking would ninety percent said they wanted to look more like Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually thinking about a funny response, but I just jumped into what I actually want. Just like I want some time to focus on me. Nine out of ten kids between the age of eleven and sixteen bring this tie into the bat. A stick of butter. <laughs> that's not true. That, I mean, that's not far from the truth. I'm pretty sure I could give uh, Saoirse a thing of Kerrygold butter. Every now and then when we're cooking around and we'll turn around, the Kerrygold butter will be gone by and we'll look around and Saoirse's after taking a chunk out of it, straight out of the block. She, she just eats it off the block. Does Riley eat any, did, did Riley, did you ever give Riley a little taste of the Kerrygold butter? Oh, man, he's, he's like a crack act crack addict with it like he just loves <laughs> Irish butter it's yeah it's really good anyone listening try try Kerrygold butter it is it's pricey here in the states but yeah it's good it's good stuff isn't it you can't put a price on Kerrygold butter come on no you can't it's, it's gold it, it's <laughs> yeah, it's one of our luxuries here absolutely um, Kerrygold hit it up alright Eugene Okay, Stevie, are you ready for these questions? <clears throat> the capital of Ireland is? Uh, Paddy Powers Pub, number seven. <laughs> Between a dog's legs, you often find a hairy. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> a hairy, dirty roll of tissue. 
I we have quite sophisticated dogs around here. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chow is Spanish for um, eating food off your friend's plate when he's not looking. <laughs> yeah, chow down. <laughs> to protect me from the sun, I rub what all over my body. Um, <laughs> to protect you from your sun, um, from the sun. Yep. Anyone's sun in particular, or your own sun. <laughs> <laughs> Or the big burning light of fire oh. in the sky. All right, I would say you would. Uh, is it specific Irish people or Wexford people? Oh, if it's if it's either, um, strong considerations about both approaches. Um, I have heard that they rub albi- albino chickens over themselves. Albino chickens. Oh, that's dangerous. That's how the chicken pox started, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, old MacDonald had a. Uh, I think you asked me this one before, and I think I told you he had a large dose of diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. But it was fine because the animals didn't care as long as they got fed. Yeah, poor old MacDonald, eh? Uh, <laughs> spell Guinness. S H A R P. B U T T T I S S U E. Shark butt tissue. You've heard it here first. <laughs> right, Stevie, I'm all out. <laughs> Anything but I should, the right answer questions. I, I should have, when you said Old MacDonald, what I actually should have said, I was thinking about it, I said Old MacDonald had uh, heart disease after 20 years of eating Big Macs. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, McDonald. Old Ronald, but Yeah, he completely had it with so many people singing the songs and he's getting no monetary value back off it whatsoever. Missed opportunity, yeah. old McDonald. Old McDonald. All right, Eugene, bye. This is a good one. All right, we have, uh, we have a guest coming next week uh, with two books. He'll be coming live next week, so we're looking forward to that. Yes, and, uh, and then I think we're going to have a little bit of a Christmas special as well for a little. We are. Yes, this is going to be another live show, a Christmas special, where we'll detail some of our past Christmases, including growing up as kids back in Ireland, and maybe some Christmases that we spent abroad, and this year what we're getting up to. So, obviously, there'll be a couple more um, shameless dad jokes and some anything but the right answer questions also (laughs) tune in (laughs) all right eugene thanks for jumping on you take care buddy very much thanks to all our guests for listening today thank you guys bye-bye i almost forgot to not play the outro yeah there we go (laughs) 